You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Power Evangelism Ministries presents Piercing Darkness radio broadcast brought to you by its host, Apostle Ronald Solly, in an on-time message that will build your faith for the end times. Listen every Saturday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 89.9 FM, WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record could make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. What's under your tree? Today we're going to unwrap favor. Touch somebody say favor. My text this morning is in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Somebody say the Lord's favor. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you today for your truth, for the ability to preach and teach. Lord, for how awesome you are. Thank you, God, for new wisdom, new understanding, new revelation. Lord, that changes us today. Lord, we thank you for this season. Lord, as we focus on the greatest gift ever given, your love, Jesus. 
Father, I thank you, God, that this time together today, God, will enlighten us to understand more about who we are, who you are, and what we're called to do. We give you all the praise and glory and honor for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. High five the person next to you and say, what's under your tree? Look at the person to the other side of you and say, I got favor under my tree. Touch the man and say, I got favor, baby. That's what's up. I got favor. How many know when Jesus was quoting this, he was quoting Isaiah 61. When he read it, he, he, made, he made clear to everybody that was listening to him that this was actually a prophecy about himself. How many know Jesus was bold? He read the scripture and then he let everybody know that that scripture is about me. I mean, that was a real big deal in his time because it's a scripture that came from one of the major prophets, Isaiah. And Jesus acclaimed that prophecy to himself when he repeated it. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. Somebody say to the poor. I mean, if you don't know Jesus, you're poor. Now, you ain't, come on, somebody. I don't care if you got $5 million in the bank. If you don't know who Jesus is, you're poor. Praise the Lord. Amen. He said, he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. I mean, uh, that's another example of not knowing who Jesus is. Because people that don't know Jesus are bound. I got three people trying to help me. We're going to be here a long time. Somebody help me. If you don't know Jesus, then you don't know freedom. Hmm? If you don't know who he is, then you don't know who you are. That means you're bound up in a false identity. That's why he was anointed to bring freedom to prisoners. And then he said, recovery to sight of the blind. I mean, he wasn't talking about people that can't see with their natural eyes. He was talking about people that can't see with their spiritual eyes because they don't have an understanding of the world that they live in. They see things through a filter, through the, through the sinful nature that we all have before we know Jesus. Come on, amen? Hmm? Then he said, to set the oppressed free. And verse 19 says this, watch this. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Say that with me. The year of the Lord's favor. He said, I am here to proclaim. I am anointed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. In other words, he wasn't just anointed to preach the good news. He wasn't anointed just to heal the sick. He wasn't anointed just to set people free. He wasn't anointed just to open up blind eyes. But he was anointed to put favor on your life. How many are you ready for some favor today? Praise the Lord. Amen. When you look at the context of the scripture, when he says the year of the Lord's favor, he's actually talking about a specific year in the Old Testament, which was called the year of Jubilee. Everybody say Jubilee. Jubilee. I mean, about 60 or 70 years ago, we used to have carnivals in the United States of America, and they'd call them Jubilee carnivals. Come on, somebody, huh? And what happened is you go to Carnival and you have a good time and you would celebrate the harvest and they would call it Jubilee because all your hard work for all year long and everything you sowed into the ground and everything you planted and everything you raised up came to a point where there was a fruition of that and you harvested it in all your goods and then you got plenty to live on through the winter. It was called the, it was called the season of Jubilee. In the Old Testament it came every 50 years and it was bigger than just a season of harvest. It was a season of life. And during the year of Jubilee, what would happen is, is if you owed somebody money and you had a debt on land during the year of Jubilee, the guy that held your debt had to wipe your debt off. Your debts got canceled. Mm. That means if you had a 20-year mortgage and then in three years you hit the year of Jubilee, you got 17 years of no mortgage anymore because your debt got canceled every 50 years during the year of Jubilee. Somebody ought to help me, huh? 
That means that if you were an indentured servant because your family was so poor that they had to sell their children into servitude to be able to eat the rest of their life, when the year of Jubilee hit, then all of a sudden all the people that were slaves and servants got set free and they were able to live their own life without living for somebody else's life. Somebody ought to help me shout the year of Jubilee. Hmm? And this happened every 50 years. And Jesus comes up on the scene. He's reading Psalm 61. He's saying, I'm declaring to you that the year of the Lord's favor is not every 50 years, but because now I'm here and I'm manifesting myself in the world today, the year of Jubilee is every year. Somebody shout every year. That means that every year of your life that you know Jesus, that he lives on the inside of your heart, you get to walk free. You get to walk blessed. You get to have favor in your life. You get to be unbound, unchained, and get every promise and blessing from heaven that God has for you. You ain't got to be crazy. You ain't got to be down. You ain't got to be discouraged. You ain't got to be depressed. You can walk in the year of Jubilee today. Somebody shout the year of Jubilee. Touch somebody say, favor, baby. I got some favor, baby. Listen, how many know favor was part of who Jesus was? Everywhere he went, he had favor. Hmm? There is no indication in Scripture anywhere that Jesus was ever a victim. That I'll tell you right now, if you've got a victim mentality, you ain't got a Jesus mentality. I don't care what's been done to you, what's been said about you, or what you've been through. If you play in the victim, then you can't be like Jesus. Because there's nowhere in Scripture where Jesus was ever a victim. And if Jesus comes to live on the inside of your heart, then that means you can't be a victim. That means you've got to be victorious. Because it's the year of favor. Somebody shout favor. You say, well, pastor, they crucified him. Listen, Jesus didn't let nobody kill him. Let's just square that up right there. If you believe they killed Jesus, then you haven't read your Bible completely right. If you believe the Romans killed him, then you didn't get it right. If you believe it was the Jews that killed him, you didn't get it right. Jesus said, nobody takes my life from me, but I freely lay it down. How many of you know they didn't nail him to a tree because they wanted to? They nailed him to a tree because he let them. If he's got enough power to pick up some dirt out of the ground and form a human being and breathe life into it, how many know they ain't going to nail him to a tree if they don't want to? Come on, praise the Lord. Amen. His life was marked by favor. Somebody say favor. He said, I am here to proclaim favor. I'm anointed to give favor. How many know you got an anointing on your life of favor? Praise the Lord. Luke 2.52 says, Jesus increased in wisdom... And in stature and in favor with God and man. It's talking about him when he was 12 years old. He increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Proverbs 4, 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Somebody say it's the principal thing. In other words, it's what's foundational for living life. You can't live life stupid. I'm going to wait on you. You can't live life stupid. If you're stupid... Come on. Life is going to live you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Hmm? Most of the time, every problem we ever deal with is a wisdom problem. That's why Jesus comes to bring understanding. He comes to bring knowledge. He comes to bring revelation in our life. Amen? If you've got a financial problem, it's a wisdom problem. If you've got a marriage problem, it's a wisdom problem. If you've got a drug problem, it's a wisdom problem. If you've got an alcohol problem, it's a wisdom problem. Come on. Praise the Lord. Amen? Why? Because the Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing in life. It's the foundational thing of life. If you really want to know how to live life, then you got to get wise. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. Hmm? The Bible declares that Jesus increased in wisdom, and not just in wisdom, but in stature. Everybody say stature. That don't mean he was just a little short kid and he grew up to be a tall kid. It means he matured. There was a place in life where he grew up and he began to understand the way things worked in the world and he matured in life. Amen. I mean, a lot of people grow up and become adults, but they don't ever really mature. Come on, somebody help me. There's people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s dumbered in a box of rocks because they never grew into anything. They never matured. They still immature. Ain't nobody going to shout at me, but that's all right. Come on, huh? I mean, when you're a teenager, you think you know everything. When you're an adult, you find out you didn't know much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Because as you grow up, you mature in the things that you thought you knew about that you didn't know a lot about. And you figure out you didn't really know a lot about what you thought you knew. And you mature in it. Amen? Just because you got gray hair, no hair, or wrinkles on your face don't mean you're mature. just means you're old. What makes somebody mature is if they're willing to take responsibility for their life. You cannot be mature unless you take responsibility for who you're supposed to be. Somebody say, i got to be willing to be responsible. Mm-hmm. If you want to find out how mature somebody is, find out what they take responsibility for. If everything they own, you can put it in a Ziploc bag. How I many know they ain't got a lot to be responsible for? Amen? Are they taking responsibility for their future? Are they taking responsibility for their stuff? Are they taking responsibility for their relationship? Are they taking responsibility for their finances? Are they taking responsibilities for the opportunities that come to their life? Are they just letting doors that open up in front of them and they walk away from the golden opportunities that God's presented them with because they don't want to take responsibility or take the risk to enter into the opportunity? Oh, that's too much for me. That's too hard. I can never do that. Come on, huh? Everyone's maturity is marked by their willingness to accept responsibility. Jesus increased in wisdom and stature, and then he said he had favor. Somebody say favor. With God and with man. Touch somebody say favor. Hmm? I mean, sometimes people believe you don't need to have favor with man. Well, that's just ignorant. You need to have favor with other people. You can, actually, God uses people to get favor to you. Luke said he had favor with God and he had favor with man. Listen, all favor comes from God, but through people. Somebody got to sign the check. Mm. Come on, it comes from God through people. Huh? That means, if that's true, that means there's a lot of people in the kingdom of God today that limits God's favor in their life because they do not want to receive anything from anybody. I don't need nobody's help. I'll figure it out all by myself. I know everything. I got this. Hmm? I feel the wind of the Holy Ghost. I'm, I'm, come on. Hmm? Watch this, the gift of favor. When you really begin to break it down, the gift of favor is God's attitude towards you. It's the position that God takes towards you. Come on, somebody, amen? Uh And he gives us favor because 
we receive the gift that we unwrapped last week, which was the gift of grace. When you receive by faith the gift of grace, favor is now available to come into your life and operate in your life. Hmm? That's how God makes us righteous. He makes us righteous through grace. He puts you in right standing through grace because all of us needed to be in right standing with God. And in order for us to get in right standing with God, Jesus made a way for us to be in right standing. That's why it's called the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Because you can't get righteous on your own. You'll never be good enough. You'll never have enough. You become righteous because of who Jesus is. And when you receive that by grace and recognize that now I am righteous because of what Jesus did, then it opens up the next gift of favor. Somebody shout favor. I don't know about you, but I want favor operating in my life all the time. I've had unfavor. Unfavor ain't no fun. How many like favor? How many like it when everything goes your way? Hmm? How many like it when you just walk into a golden opportunity and everything just starts popping and everybody's just happy all the time and you don't encounter no resistance and things are just going to cause favor just manifesting in your life that day? Come on, amen. Hmm? Favor brings some stuff with it. Let me give you a few things. Number one, it brings approval. You can write that down. Number one, favor brings approval. Somebody shout approval. How many of when God approves of you, you are automatically blessed? When God approves of you, you're automatically blessed. Somebody shout favor. Now listen, sometimes favor is not necessarily on the person. Sometimes favor is sometimes on what you're doing. Sometimes favor is on the assignment. Some people got all kinds of junk going on in their life, but it looks like they got everything going right. It ain't because they got favor on their life. It's because they got favor on the assignment. Come on, huh? We see that all the time, don't we? We see that. You have to be in the right position to get favor. You have to be on the right assignment to have favor on the assignment or to have favor on your life. Amen? That means favor can be for a certain place, a certain time, or a certain person. That's why you can't just think because somebody got favor one way, you can get it that way. Because it might not work that way for you. It might be that way for them at that time and that season. But favor might be this way for you at this time and this season. Uh, come on, huh? Somebody can make a bunch of money over here. And you say, well, I mean, they made a bunch of money like that. I'm going to go try to make a bunch of money like that. They had favor on it. I think I can get favor on it. You go over there and do it and you make a mess out of it and lose all your money. Because there wasn't no favor on the assignment. Huh? Is everybody all right? Can I keep going? All right, we see this throughout the Bible. He told Elijah, he said one time, he said, I want you to go down by the brook for I have commanded the ravens to feed you over there. In other words, Elijah, if you ain't down by the brook, you ain't going to eat, baby. Because they're going to feed you over there. Thank you. Let's try it again. They're going to feed you That means you have to be there to eat. Huh? I mean, you don't do you no good to be down at the airport when your ship comes in. Hmm? Sometimes favor is on your there spot. Sometimes you need to go find your spot. One of the problems we got in the church today, some people just don't know what their spot is. They're always trying to get somebody else's spot. They like all the glitter and the glamour about somebody else's spot. And they say, get off your spot and let me have your spot. And then they get in the spot and find out they can't hold a spot because they ain't got the character to keep it. That's why some people do really good in ministry, but they got all kinds of garbage going on in their life. Come on, praise the Lord. Amen. How I many others favor on his word? 
You got all kind of crazy people out there preaching good word, but their life's a mess. But there's favor on his word. His word ain't coming back void. The word's still the word. It's still anointed. Number two, favor releases supernatural blessings. You write that down. Number two, favor releases supernatural blessings. I'm not talking about just any old blessings that you have to go out there and work really hard for. Trying to be blessed, trying to become blessed. I'm talking about things you didn't have to work for. Uh, I'm not talking about stuff you struggled for and sowed for and sowed for and sowed for. You're waiting on the harvest. I'm talking about favor that just overwhelms you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because there's favor on your life. Something coming to your life, you don't even know how to explain it. Somebody say, how did that happen? You say, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know how it happened. I just, I read a scripture one day and bam. I, I, I was, I was broke and now I'm rich. Mm. I was lost and now I'm found. I mean, just favor, huh? Mm. I mean, the Bible says it is the goodness of God. Somebody say the goodness of God that leads somebody to repentance. It is the goodness of God that leads somebody to repentance. So everybody shout goodness. Most of the time you go to church, they think you got to scare the hell out of everybody to get them to heaven. Come on. They're going to preach you right into heaven by scaring the hell out of you. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says it is the goodness of God. That the Bible doesn't teach scare the hell out of people. Do you know what will happen to you today if you walk out of this room and get hit by a car and die? Huh? How many, how many people have been scared up to the altar on that one? If you were to die right now, do you know where you would spend eternity? No. <laughs> you don't need to scare the hell out of nobody. You just need to tell them how good God is. He's got a plan. There's purpose for your life. You have a destiny. He loves you with an everlasting love. He wants to put favor on you. He wants to bless you. He wants to make you whole and heal you and give you a life that's above anything you could ever dream or imagine because he's a good God. Somebody shout he's a good God. See, that's what happened with Peter one day. He was out there fishing one day. Peter was a businessman. He had a few fishing boats, and he was out there fishing one day, and, and he was out there, and a Jesus coming on. He said, Peter, throw your net on the other side of the boat. And Peter said, well, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're a teacher, and I'm a fisherman. I've been doing this for a long time. It don't make no sense to throw my net on the other side of the boat. But, you know, you got some pretty wise words. I'll go ahead and do it. And he throws the net on the other side of the boat. Got so many fish in the net, couldn't get the net back in the boat. And he got out of the boat, ran in the water, ran over to Jesus. And he said, I'm a man of unclean heart. What do I got to do to follow you? Why? Because it was the goodness of God that made him repent and follow Jesus. God wants to put favor on you. Amen. See, that's a picture of God's goodness, ladies and gentlemen. God ain't trying to scare anybody into heaven. He's not trying to punish you into heaven. He's not trying to put you in a world of a bunch of do's and don'ts and and rules and all kinds of stuff that you can't keep anyway. He's trying to love you up and put favor on your life. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. 
To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where students have time for creativity, math, and logic, where truth is taught along with history, literature, and technology, where respect is modeled by please and thank you, where innovation and leadership are fostered while planning out college and career paths. This is the future of St. Lucie Christian students. We are now enrolling kindergarten through 12th grade. Full scholarships are still available. Find out more at stlucychristian.org. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time-consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silver & Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Ignite Your World True Church and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Fellowship of Churches and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Fellowship exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Fellowship of Churches. For more information on joining the Destiny Fellowship, go to destinyfellowship.tv.
Salvation.